I got love for you, man. You know what, I'm <laughs> what are we talking about? You know, I'm not here to start any trouble. I'm only going to say nice things about you from now on. I think you're handsome, and I think you're a wonderful host. I'm fat and I'm overweight. Just don't say anything silly. I was waiting for you to say that. I'm not laughing about it. You think this is funny? I take this serious. You know, I don't want y'all to take anything that out of context that I'm saying. He's very funny. He likes to joke around a lot. As a personality and as an entertainer, yes. This is going to be really quick. I'm not taking any questions. Go ahead and get comfortable. I'm going to talk for a little bit. You're listening to Cabby Presents, the podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. New year, same host. Please, uh, if you've downloaded this, thank you. If you clicked on it, thank you. And if you're going to stick with me, hopefully to the end, thank you. Word of advice, keep your expectations low when it comes to all things Cabby Presents. And that'll make it more tolerable to listen to and to watch on TV. That is the rule. My name is Cabby Richards, and you can find me on Twitter, at TheRealCabby, and on Instagram, at TheRealCabby. One word, and Cabby is spelled C-A-B-B-I-E. I did mention a rule, but there are exceptions to the rule. When it comes to athletes appearing in my interviews on TV or on the radio, your expectations should be high. You're likely going to see them in a way that you don't normally experience them anywhere else. And since I'm an idiot, athletes let their guards down and enjoy these conversations. The NHL lockout is over and the season resumes very soon. I'm sure there are some Canadians popping off fireworks because most of the country is rejoicing. And in the United States, where I know I have a lot of uh, American listeners that uh, check into this uh, to this show, and I do thank you. I don't know, like to most of the country, they're like, eh. But there are those circles of hockey fans. And, you know, the, if you are listening to this, you're probably a fan of hockey as well as, you know, basketball, baseball, and football so to you, as you uh, American sports fans, you're probably pretty jacked. Um, but there were some of your homies, if you have like 10 friends, maybe like seven or eight of them, uh, maybe seven of them will be like, ah, what time's the Patriots game on? Anyway, the lockout is over and Canada is very excited and Montreal is very excited to have my next guest wear the coveted Rouge, Bleu et Blanc sweater of Les Habitants. He joins me on the phone right now. If it's going to be uh, an interview, I'm going to conduct it. So I'll answer my own questions, ask myself the questions, then give y'all the answers. By way of London, Ontario, some would say that he's a five-sport athlete. Hockey, golf, baseball, football, and growing long hair. Also known to run in MMA circles with his homie Sam Stout, he's the quintessential glue guy. The best kind to have in a dressing room. He's always got your back, whether it's in the Mecca known as Madison Square Garden, or the Mecca in Hockey, the Bell Center in Montreal. Pleased to be joined by Brandon Prust of the Montreal Canadiens. How you doing, dude? Good. How are you, buddy? I'm fantastic. You're very low-key. When I saw you the last time, neither of us were low-key. Yeah. No, we weren't low-key at all. <laughs> I don't even remember. Uh, okay, but before we get to that, before we get to that story, story uh, for you guys who uh, can hear this, uh, you can follow Brandon on Twitter, Brandon Prust 8, and I'm going to ask him about one tweet that got like a gazillion retweets. 
about uh, the commissioner of the league that he plays for. Uh, but anyway, um, where in the world are you? I'm in Montreal now. Uh, I've been here for uh, you know a few weeks uh, after the holiday. I was home for the, the holidays, and now I'm back here. So getting ready uh, to get going here. And um, how did you uh, ring in the new year? Um, well, I was um, the new year. I was actually up in my up in like northern uh, Quebec in my girl's um, hometown, Riviera de Lou. Uh, like how own. like how far north though? Well, it's about two hours north of Quebec City, northeast of Quebec City. It's up near Rimouski. Okay, so for people that are listening to this uh, in like Western Canada, okay, so from Montreal to Quebec City, that's I think that's two. four hours. Is it two hours? No, it's only about two hours. So two. it's about um, yeah, like up to Rimouski from Montreal would be about five hours. So it's about four hours to Riviera de Lou. So you're you're like you're you're deep in the woods. Like you see, like well, it's like Riviera de Lou. Lou means well, I think wolf right in on, French. You're on the you're on the east. It's kind of um, like where it's almost where the St. Lawrence you know runs into the Atlantic. So it's kind of like that Gulf there where the St. Lawrence gets big, and it's right on that east uh, the east side of the river. So that's okay. So your girls, does your girl family have any of the following pets? A caribou. A moose, a, br- a brown bear, or a deer. No, but we 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 ate all those. So. Did you actually? Yeah, we had a uh, fondue one night, and we had like deer meat, and moose meat, and like partridge meat. And- partridge, like a part, yeah. like isn't a partridge like a pi- I, like a pigeon? Uh, I don't know. I don't know what kind of like partridge. It's a different type of partridge. I I don't know if. Uh, it's not like the partridge. I don't think that you're thinking of. I have no, dude. I have no idea. My yeah, my know. zoology is probably an F minus. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so wait, so you're and eating we lob- and we had lobster <laughs> and lobster. So lobster is the one meat of those meats that you've had before, and that you said you said uh, deer, which is I yeah. think is also known as venison, venison. and venison. then you had moose, which is yeah. moose and and uh, partridge. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, how like how do they taste? Oh, it's good. I'm I'm a big uh, meat guy, and I like different types of meats. Like you know, if I go to a restaurant and there's like alligator or snake or something weird, like I'll I'll order it. I like eating that stuff. Wait, you said alligator or snake? I don't know. You know what I mean? Like you, you, there's you've been to places if you traveled around. Like we've traveled. I've traveled to a lot of places. So you run into a restaurant that's got a weird meat that you never eaten. I'm eating it. Oh, I like well. I like your adventure, your uh, adventurous side. That's like that's admirable. Yeah. yeah. Um. So okay. So you rang in New Year's Eve there. Like with so like how many people are in the are in the house? Uh. Well, uh, my family came up too. Like my parents. And really. My and yeah, they all uh, made the trip up because we spent Christmas back uh, in my hometown, and then uh, we ended up going up. Uh, up there for for New Year's for a few days, so it was good. We were in Montreal for a couple of days, and we we're up there for a couple of days. Did you go uh, snowshoeing or no? Uh, no. Like, did you go? Well, we went. We for went a hunt. To, like we went like tobogganing and like skating and stuff. Like they have rinks like everywhere up there. It's so cold. Like they got there's. I couldn't find any ice time. I wanted to skate, and uh, all the rinks were closed. But like the actual hockey rinks, but there was ice everywhere there's little rinks in every like schoolyard every little park they had uh hockey rinks so just went and skated there so wait um 
Oh wait a second. So like you, when you're when you're skating, are you just by yourself and with well, the other animals of the forest, or were you like were other people there? I I, I went with uh, you know her brothers and then some friends and stuff like that. But uh, I actually just because we were close to getting the deal done, and I wanted to kind of condition myself. So uh, when they got off, I, I you know I kind of bagged myself out there for a, a little. About 10, 15 minutes. After. Okay, wait, wait, wait. So bag, bag yourself, meaning not hitting yourself in the crown no, jewels. You're talking no, about no, like doing like, like wind sprints. Exhausted. Yeah, like wind sprints. Suicides yeah, and stuff. It, we call it like bag skates, you know what I mean? Like where you're just exhausted, you're bagged. When was the last time you did a bag skate like in, in the NHL? Um, well, I'm, <laughs> it's going to be happening uh, soon in the next week. I mean, that's... Uh, part of the big conditioning that you do to kind of in camps and stuff like that. So, I mean, with, with, uh, Tortorella in New York, um, he's pretty good during the year at making sure you get your rest. And, but, uh, you know, beginning of the year last year, you know, the first couple months, just to make sure your conditioning is up. Um, and whenever you have an injury, if you, if you're coming back from an injury and you're getting ready, you're, that's, uh, that's the worst part of having an, an injury in hockey, other than missing time and not playing. It's like, trying to come back and you have to do all these bag skates oh oh that's that sounds, that sounds awful oh it's painful so okay so the last time uh we were in montreal uh neither of us were as low-key as we are right now uh where did you take me oh man i can't oh we were we we're on the plateau in montreal and you met us um you met us at a restaurant what was the restaurant that we were at la salle manger um, it was a restaurant, and then we went to Edgar is the bar. Um, so it's it's not far from the. It's a couple blocks from where. Now, where Brendan, I live. can can you describe my condition that night? <laughs> it's undescri- <laughs> it's undescribable. Uh, well, when you when you were already you know well on your way when you met up with us, and we I think I was on like my first glass of wine, and uh, you were well on your way. When you, it was as, it was as though I was the one being locked out, and I had not, I, it's like I had nothing to do. <laughs> exactly, you you were on a, you were enjoying your little your time in Montreal, that's for sure. Do you still have my toque? Do I still have your toque? Oh my god, I pro- I do I do. It's in the closet. <laughs> I I didn't know I uh, I don't. Even, what did you yeah, yeah, yeah. What did you do to me to so that I would relinquish my hat? Like what I, what? Because ex- I the, don't know. Because there was. You are very, I'll say this, you're extremely generous uh, yeah. when it comes to a night out and enjoying ourselves. So you're extremely generous. So yeah. I, like, I'm not exactly sure how I even got back to my hotel room. <laughs> or when I pulled the chute. At some point, yeah. I just pulled the chute because like, my body's I, like, it's time to go. And I think you ninja dusted. You just disappeared. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, I, I call pull the chute, you call it ninja dusting. Same thing. Yeah. At some point, somebody just vanishes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good time. Uh, okay, so um, I was, um, I don't even know where I saw this, but uh, uh, I think I saw it today. So, like, in a recent um, eight-page uh, New York Times feature on Jerry Seinfeld, a couple of interesting nuggets uh, were discovered about about the dude. Um, okay, so Seinfeld says he doesn't watch sitcoms, but he likes Mad Men, and he w- likes watching The Voice with his whole family. Um, I think he's got... I think he's got a daughter or whatever. I think his house is female dominated. Now you mentioned, you know, with you live with your girl or or you had to you 
mm-hmm. you went to your your lady's place in in um I was gonna say upstate Quebec and northern Quebec. Are yeah. you forced to watch those singing shows? Um, not really. I know she does like them, uh, a couple of them, but uh, yeah. Well, I, I don't I don't mind them, but. I usually have control of the remote for sure. Nice. Um, that's like that's the one thing you do have. Like one thing, yeah. one bit of control you have in the residence. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Now, um, if there's a football game on, or you know, any sporting event that I want to watch, uh, she usually doesn't have a choice. <laughs> that's so. a, yeah. We're we're uh, we're getting the second TV here in our new apartment, so we're uh, we'll, we'll be able to. It won't be as tough anymore. Right. You guys can coexist in your own little spaces. Yeah. Um, he also, he said he listened to the Superman theme to amp him up before his first Tonight Show performance. Uh, what's your uh, theme song before a big game? Do you have one? I wouldn't say I have a theme song, but I've, I, you know, I've had songs, like some pump-up rock tunes that I've, I've kind of, you know, listened to, I would say the last five years, you know, just the... Uh, one of my favorite bands um, is Shine Down, and uh, they got some good, you know, rock pump up tunes. That uh, I've never even heard of Shine Down. Yeah, I know they're they're more. You you can you look for them, download them when you when you get off the phone here with me. Um, but uh, Metallica too, there's some Metallica tunes that I like to get me. Uh, you're you're just a straight. That's like that's like metal. Like Metallica is yeah. metal, not even hard rock. Yeah, yeah, it's not, I mean, I, I'm not major metal, but even like, you know, Tool, like, uh, yeah, they're, you know, they're they're hard, they're metal, yeah. Is, is Tool the group where, like, their music videos, there's always, like, some, like, plasticine very, like, alien-looking figure that just, like, does stuff? You know, like, the grayish, kind of looks yeah, like an alien. I don't even that... know if I've, I don't know if I've even seen any of their music videos. I'm not, I don't watch a lot of music videos. All right, that's fair. Okay, so, um... What was the, uh, when you were in high school, um, what used to be on the warm-up tape or the CD uh, in the dressing room before you guys go out to play uh, oh, your your man. games, your your club games? Oh, like, oh, I don't know, like um, Bush, Green, <laughs> Bush, Green Day, uh, who else, Nirvana, uh, Pearl Jam, um, yeah, geez, who else? What was the what was the big Green Day song? Stain, the one that, I like Stain Stain. Uh, the big Green Day song. It wasn't um, American Idiot. It was like way before that, right? Oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah. From the CD Dookie. Um, is that was that like your high school come, era, or are you you're too young for when that? I come around. Yeah, no, I was like grade seven or eight, maybe grade seven or eight when Dookie came out. Okay. Um. Uh, what was it? it was when I when I come around. Yeah, I think was, that sounds familiar. But there's another one though. I think that was their first one. I, I don't. I think when I came around, I was like their second one. Um, I can't get it in my head right now. Yeah. What about um, you said uh, Pearl Jam and Nirvana? What were the like? Is it from the Pearl Jam Ten album? Like there, that was yeah. like the first big one, I believe. Yeah. As much yeah. as I know, I don't. What do yeah, I know that Pearl was Jam? me. That was me too. You know, and I and I, I love I love Pearl Jam, but I was never like. I was never huge. I was a big Bush fan. Um, I, yeah, I was. Uh, that was my band, kind of when I, like high school. That's a that's a great uh, little soundbite I'm going to use. I was a big yeah. Bush fan. 
<laughs> I should have said Bush X. Yeah, Bush. Oh, yeah. That, Bush X. They're the Canadian one, right? That's the Canadian version? It you know, there... that's what they were. That's what they were. They're Bush X. Wasn't there another group called Bush, and one of them had to be referred to as Bush, Bush X? I thought that's well, what... Um, Gavin, Gavin Rosdale, um, was, yeah, that was Bush X, but we just, you call him Bush. I uh, that was Gavin Rosdale's. Okay. So I'm looking at the track listing for the Dookie record. There's Longview, Welcome to Paradise, Basket uh, Case. Well, uh, Basket Case. Basket, basket case. case. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So that was on, that was on the high school warm up tape. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's it. Did you, sure. wait, so. You never played basketball in high school, right? No, you were I was, like football uh, and baseball, right? I was no football, hockey, and football and uh, soccer. Did you guys have uh, a warm-up tape for football? Do you remember? Um, that was so long. Oh, Dude, you're not that old, Brandy. You're not that old. Uh, no, but I only played football like grade. Nine, ten, I think. Yeah, because then I started playing junior, so I couldn't play. Um, but they, that's the same era. Like I would have been listening to the same stuff. You know, the guys I was playing hockey with were the guys I was playing football with too. So, I mean, you're listening to the same stuff. Okay. So, all right. Um, let me take you back to this whole thing about like, okay, you're living with your girl. Now, I was just reading on Esquire, there's a, a reporter for 60 Minutes, her name is Laura Logan, and she has this quote, and I want to get your thoughts on it. I'm always going to be crazy about dishes in the sink. Crazy. Because it's a sign of disrespect. It yeah. says that you don't think about someone else, sorry, it says that you think someone else is going to clean up after you, that you're not prepared to do it yourself. At least scrape them and stack them, right? Are you kidding yeah. me? So, what kind of adjustments do you did you need to make when uh, you started living with your lady? Well, um, you know, I'm definitely, I, I'm not a messy guy. I'm, I'm pretty. You Dude, pretty, you are the exception to the rule. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty, yeah, exactly. Um, I, so, but I still, you know, I still leave things around or, you know, I like my clothes. I'm, I'm not big on like when I come home or put my clothes away, like I'll, I'm more like hang them over a chair or like my jacket hang over a chair. So, uh, I find my girl. I will kind of clean up a bit, clean up after me a little bit that way. But and yeah, I'm not a big fan of dishes, but I'll always, you know, maybe wash and yeah, I'll put them in the dish. I, I need a dishwasher. Like I don't wash dishes, so you know what I mean. I, they're, but I'll put them away. I'll put them, I'll put them in the dishwasher. <laughs> You'll put them in the. Will you empty the dishwasher? Yeah, 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 yeah. But you want, to, but you're not the dude that's gonna be scrubbing out the pot. Uh, yeah, I'm or, not, or I'm the not, pan. I'm not scrubbing toilets or sinks or, um, yeah, dishes. But uh, so, what do you do around the house? You just empty the friggin' dishwasher. <laughs> I make dinner. I do the cooking. <laughs> oh, you do? I do the cooking, and she cleans up. Dude, you're so 22nd century, man. You're yeah. like you're such an advanced form of of man. Are you sensitive also? I might no, not at all, actually. <laughs> nice. So, um, no room for that. Yeah, of course. It's certainly not being a hockey dude. Um, how many, uh, look, so, okay, so when you're at your place, how aware are you of uh, of a mess uh, or, like, of, like, where your stuff is, like, when you start living with a girl? Like, is your sense of messiness heightened because women are generally, and I'm going to generalize, women are cleaner than dudes oh and my mine is the cleanest and 
biggest neat freak and like yeah so it's definitely it's definitely heightened a bit and yeah you try and keep tidy so you don't get yelled at all the time do you get yelled at or do you just get like reminded 72 times yeah maybe just a dirty look or something (laughs) now in the same uh i was still on i was on esquire and um there's an i mentioned your uh mma earlier there's a fighter named ronda rousey and she's like unbelievable like a judo I, I don't know if I should, could say judo star, but she won bronze in the Olympics in judo, and now she's like an MMA star. Um, okay. And she adds this quote. She's like, people have been fighting each other for millennia. It's part of human nature. The confusing thing is now we live in a society where it's not illegal to be an a-hole, but it's illegal to slap one. How do you resist, you, Brandon Press, resist smacking a dude in the face when he gets too handsy, you know, like sometimes you're out and guys yeah, just get yeah, a little yeah, too yeah. physical with you or too yeah. loud about your team or you as a player. How do you resist not smacking that dude? <laughs> well, because there's consequences, right? So you always have to think of the consequences. So if you're out in public and you slap a dude, um, it's probably going to be in the paper the next day. and Or, you know, this guy's going to press charges now. I, I mean, it's all, even though you might want to um it's just you have to you have to think ahead and my mom always told me think before you act so but do you though can you think before you act because you fight and yeah. you fight at your yeah, job yeah, yeah. you no, fight I, I can keep uh i can keep a level off the ice i'm i'm pretty i'm pretty calm i'm usually the guy actually you know stop preventing fights so it's definitely a a totally different uh person than on the ice how many times have you been close Obviously, I, you know, I, I'm just, uh, just give me a number. Just, uh, just give me a number, Brandon. (laughs) Seven times. Seven times. (laughs) Seven. That's, that's, well, listen, that's, you're only a man. There's only so much you can take before. Like there's only so many times you get hit in the face with insults and whatever, or just drunk, drunk, like university guy before you be like, man, okay, just enough's enough. Um and like okay and you like in the off season or other than this season you live in your hometown is London Ontario and I don't know what it is about the water in London Ontario but there's that city's produced so many NHL players and like you know very talented dudes and it's a small town so when you guys go back there and you guys you know hanging in the summer it's, it's obviously your time like and it's a and it's a big university town for people who are unfamiliar with London Ontario. The University of Western Ontario is is the party school in this country. In the United States, there's Florida State, there's Arizona State, um, there's UNC. In Canada, it's the University of Western Ontario, which yeah. is in London, Ontario. So when you're there, and okay, other guys from there are like Jeff Carter, Corey Perry, uh, yourself, Steve Ruchin, who I think I met you through Steve Ruchin in one of his, yeah. his uh, golf tournaments. Drew Doughty, uh, Drew Doughty, Logan Couture. Right. So there's like there's like a, you guys can have your own hockey team in the NHL. You just need a goalie uh, or a couple goalies. Um, yeah. So when you're in London, what is it like being in a small town where you guys have the most visibility? Do people? <laughs> well, you know, it's not that small of a town. I well, dude, it's like two hundred thousand people, three hundred thousand no, people. It's four. It's like four hundred thousand. No, it's town. not. Yes, it is. It's like the tenth biggest city in Canada. Come on, it's four hundred thousand. Four hundred thousand. Yeah. It's not even. It's not even the tenth biggest city in Ontario. Uh, Actually, that's a lie. It's probably. It's probably like fourth or fifth, maybe sixth. But either way, 
It's kind of okay. It's okay, it's a small bigger? big town. What's bigger other than Ottawa and Toronto? Hamilton, Mississauga. Well, uh, is Mississauga considered Toronto? No, no, no. It's 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 its own city. It's still it's still uh, the burbs. Um, okay. And I okay. and one of and one of the Durham cities. I actually no, maybe not. They're not quite. And as, so I think I don't think Ham, what's Hamilton. Hamilton's like seven hundred thousand. Hamilton's big, dude. It's huge. Who wants, who wants to live in Hamilton? Come on, will you? Hey, listen. They might just <laughs> they might just take the Phoenix Coyotes and move them there, and then who knows? Yeah. Who knows where you're where you well you'll be at a 2018. You might get a call from the GM of uh, the Hamilton whatever they're uh, called. Like, hey, come play to, for us. I would love to be an hour from home. That'd be great. <laughs> no, wouldn't because you get you your phone would get massacred for ticket requests. Oh man. It's actually good that you don't play in Ontario because that would yeah. be the that would be every you have forty one home games every one of those games you'd have you know John John McDaniel's from the ninth grade hitting you up for hey bro remember when we went GT snow racing that one time <laughs> he'd be looking for a pair of tickets in the golds oh yeah oh yeah so okay so in London it's not that bad for you guys to walk around well no I mean I think everybody's used to us being there and you know we're there in the summer and it's uh, it's pretty. Uh, it's a pretty chill town, and for me, it's uh, growing up there. You know, I have tons of friends and family there. So when I when I'm out, it's all. It's you get bugged by maybe the odd person, but uh, you know, you mostly know everybody, and it's it's a fun time. We we golf a lot, and you know, it's uh, we have fun. That's why I always go home. I I love London. It's a it's a great town. So I also it's love good, London. Good, yeah, it's good good people there too. I I'm a I'm a huge fan of dude. The last time I was there, I think I fell asleep in Joe Cool's. I was on a <laughs> I was on a uh, it, no the second last time because the last time I saw you guys it was uh, I had to go back to edit the the softball piece at Drew Doughty's um, softball tournament. But uh, the time before that, my boy Justin has uh, the twelve bars of Christmas. Yeah, yeah. And I fell asleep. I think at one p one a.m. like inside yeah. of a spot, like up against the front window. So like, if uh, anybody's walking by, they they would just have seen this giant rhino with his lips up against the glass, blowing like like saliva bubbles, completely passed out. It was. I'm I'm surprised it hasn't appeared on Instagram, but I'm sure somebody has one on has it on yeah. their cell phone somewhere. Uh, well, I'm gonna try and find it. That's for sure. <laughs> Please don't. It's really disgust. I'm sure it's quite disgusting. Um, okay, so um, earlier today, Chris Paul plays for the Lakers. Uh, threw out a tweet. He's like, the "Clippers." Uh, sorry, what did I say? The Lakers. Yeah. Excuse me for the Clippers. Well, he should be a Laker. And like, yeah. except that uh, David Stern's like, uh, yeah, I'm just gonna hit this red button." And veto it with the power of my office. So he, although he should be a Laker, you're right. You're right. My mistake. He is a Clipper. So today on Twitter, he um, he has like probably like 15 or 20 pairs of his game worn Jordans in a pile. He's like, uh, I'm gonna give away some of these uh, sneakers. What do you guys think? So my question to you is, could you? I, I don't know how many. Uh, well, okay. Here's the question: How many hockey sticks do you go through in a season? Oh, I would say uh, eighty-two say. games plus what, like six well, or seven? Well, I'm, I'm going weekly. Like I'm saying, like two a week. You know, maybe eight a month, maybe maybe six a month. And, but some guys are more. Some guys are like very like if they got a scratch on their stick, they want a new one. You know what I mean? I, I I'll play with my stick until it breaks, basically. So. I, 
So at I the most, say, you go through like 50 sticks in a season. Like you guys play for like yeah. eight months pretty much. And then the yeah. playoffs, I mean, you always, you guys are always in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you're going, yeah, I would say no more than, than no more than 50. Yeah. Who Who's the guy that went through like twice as many as you do? Oh, like, you know, like Gabrick, Richards, Delzato, those you know those Delzato. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think I remember. I think I always remember. Him. I don't know though that I don't know that one for a fact. But um, yeah, for sure, like Richie and Gabrick, you know the the prima donna guys. You know the guys that need they, they don't want to they don't want to scratch on their stick. They need it like or if they have a bad shift with it, like throw it out. No, are you serious? Yeah. That's hilarious. Okay, so how many how many uh, pairs of skates do you go through in a season? Um, I'm. You know, I'm probably one. I'm probably a pair every. I would say two months. So maybe f- I think last year I went through a few more. Actually, so I probably went through like six, seven, eight last year. I I would say probably probably six. Yeah, if, if it depends on how far you go in playoffs, but yeah, maybe four, five, six. Well, dude, you guys went. You guys are one round away from the. You guys went to yeah. June. Almost, yeah. Or like so, uh, yeah. I, I think I, I think I went through. You know, just after near the end of the season, I put a, I got a fresh pair, and then uh, halfway to the playoffs, I got another pair. So, um, but I, I'm pretty like I can go, I can jump in a new pair, and uh, you know, I don't even need to. Work. I could play, I could play on a new pair. I wouldn't even need to warm up on them. I, I get right into them. And uh, Brendan, how many pairs of gloves do you go through in a season? Uh, not many at all, actually. That's what? One thing I, that's one thing that I don't change. I'll get them repalmed before I change my glove. Like I'll, I wear. You should see from my first year uh, with the Rangers, I wore the same gloves all year, and they just like <laughs> they reeked. Honestly, so if you tried to, I have th- them at home. I have them like hanging on my shelf at home, and like you can see, I had them repalmed a couple times, like <laughs> just like pat, like patched up. Like if there was a hole, like. They would just put a patch there and stuff. If you tried to throw those away in the state of New York or in the state of New Jersey, the dump would send them back. Like that's how freaking toxic those oh, gloves are. Oh man, they like they smell so bad. Why do you keep them, dude? Like, I don't. I just, I'm just so my. I'm just so particular about the way my gloves feel on my hands. I like them to be like snug and like. I know there's some guys that don't like their or like can like change your gloves all the time like i i don't i won't change my gloves pretty much all year you know it's funny i like uh i interviewed mike richards uh at some point during the year last year i did this bit called hashtag hockey player problems and he said he changes his gloves like every three or four games so who, he's like who, comp- richie yeah richie does yeah oh yeah so he's like the ap- the opposite than you That's, yeah so yeah. <laughs> so wait to get them repalmed obviously you know, from hold, gripping the stick, you get like, and obviously taking a bunch of shots, it wears down yeah. the palm of your hand. Yeah. Just so how long does it ta- how long does it take you to get them repalmed? Oh, they they can they can do that in a in a day. Like you just give them to your trainer, and they'll kind of they'll fix them up. I don't know really what they do, but yeah, they fix them up. They're more, you know, I think they're just more like patching it up. They just they just keep putting like a, a layer over it. You know what I mean? And once it wears down, they put another one on and. So okay, so you you go through about fifty hockey sticks a season, about six to eight pairs of skates, one pair of gloves. Is it? Uh, and now you play in the mecca of hockey. I'm gonna say the mecca. I know. I, listen, I know I'm in Toronto, 
and and the Toronto Maple Leafs are probably the most popular hockey club in Canada. I say this. I, I I'm going to use air quotes. Popular. I'm not. I don't. I don't want to offend anybody in Montreal. I'm saying Montreal is probably the mecca of hockey. Being in the Bell Center, previously the Forum, you guys have all the the Stanley Cup championships or the most in hockey. The the Leafs are a distant second. Um, is it conceivable that you could start giving your stuff away via Twitter? Or would you have to like just use a lot more to be able to get just get a huge pile and then just give away like uh sticks et, et cetera? Yeah, um I I give a lot of uh, a lot of my equipment away already, but um I think you know, uh, Lundqvist did something last year he sold his helmet um for charity. Oh, nice. I think it went for like twenty grand or something. Oh like that. wow! I think Carrie Pr- Carrie Price did uh, something like that recently. Yeah. Or he or I think he has a dinner this month where yeah. he's auctioning I think thirty one helmets that he signed and and uh, they're oh, going really? to like different charities. Yeah, I believe it's I believe it's this month. Okay. But twenty G's for a helmet that's legit yeah. cash. That's yeah. Like, that's. Yeah. Yeah. So I yeah I mean you can always do fun stuff on Twitter. I've heard of guys like giving away tickets on Twitter and stuff like that. Like first one to whatever tweet back or here or I'll leave tickets here if you the first one to get them like you know can like it's it like it's yours, the amazing you know I mean? race like hide hide them somewhere you know what I mean like <laughs> they're here and like imagine like that imagine that that's actually kind of fun yeah. dude yeah. Well, yeah, sir- like two tickets, and you just hit them somewhere in the city, and said, "Here they are, first one to get them." Yeah, just take a They're picture, of, like put them like, like attach them to like a uh, like a like in a phone booth, like on a payphone, because nobody who would ever think to like even look. Nobody would actually use a payphone anymore. Just, yeah, I don't like, even know if there's payphones around anymore. <laughs> well, there you go. Do that. You, you should think about that for like uh, maybe not the home opener, maybe like the third or fourth game. Because your your fans are rabid, like your yeah. your guys, your fan base is, man. Yeah, you got, they're, they're, oh, it's uh, it's I haven't even started playing, and um, it's it's pretty crazy. The the fans here are very passionate, and there's really only one thing on their mind when and you talk and that's hockey. The times that you did play in Montreal, and they're doing the Ole, you got to get used to the you have to embrace the Ole 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 song now. Even though yeah. it's so annoying to to, yeah. to people that don't live there, now you have to embrace it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Are you? Uh, <laughs> okay. It's always, it's always good when they're, you know, singing it for you, and uh, if you know they're, you know, if they're singing that, that means you're you're winning. So it's always a good thing. When you heard it, okay, this is obviously before this year, so people listening. The, before <laughs> this year, when you heard it, you're like, man, I gotta, I gotta do something, or we have to shut these people up. Was it? Yeah. Did, was it? Because like some in some arenas, the the volume like you you hear it like you. I know you guys are focused on the game, but you do hear some things. It does penetrate yeah. the ice. Is yeah. that one of them? Well, the Bell Center is one of, one of the you know you can hear everything in the Bell Center. It's one of the loudest rings, and uh, you know same with MSG and uh, Chicago's loud. So what's okay? Um, what what's more annoying? Is it the Olay song or the one they play in Chicago? The uh, Oh my oh, gosh! What's and the... that siren is so loud when they score. Oh my god! What's that's the, one of the uh... worst thing? That's one of the worst things is when the other team scores on you and you're in their arena and they have the loud siren. So as soon as they score, 
you, it's a dagger to the heart that they scored, and then there's this loud siren that's like another dagger to your brain, and you're just like, oh, it's the most depressing goal ever. <laughs> it's uh, it's something dagger, I think, is the uh, oh, what's it's um, uh, it's uh, oh my gosh, um, uh, it's from the movie. the The name of the group is from the movie. I think throw mama from the no no from the Goonies. So the name of the family, the bad guys in the Goonies, was the yeah. name of the group that sung that that, that has the um. It's called Chelsea Dagger, is the uh, is the name of the. I knew I was gonna get it. You said Dagger, which triggered it. Is the name of the yeah. song or the group that uh, has that song in Chicago? Okay, so which one? The Fratellis. The Fratellis is the name of the group. Chelsea Dagger is the name of the song. Um, which one? So okay, which one was was more annoying? The As a Visitor, the Olay song, or the Fratellis, the Chelsea Dagger song in Chicago? Uh, or am I mi- or am I missing one? Is there one in Ottawa or uh, or in Vancouver? No, or be, I mean, I I wouldn't say Montreal now because I, you know I'm getting ready to embrace. It, I know, I know. But listen, time. you gotta you gotta think. Okay, I, you take, know what? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say Chicago. I I just hate that siren. I, I or that yeah that song too is bad. But I I hate it's that siren that kills me the most. <laughs> it's the most annoying thing ever. That loud like you can't even hear yourself think. Like it's just. It's deafening. It's not even a song. So now, UK, now you play in Montreal, which is uh, a diehard hockey market. Um, Last night, uh, after beating the Lakers in L.A., uh, Denver Nuggets uh, guard Ty Lawson was having some fun with TMZ cameras. And I relate TMZ to you because, as some of your teammates have experienced, Carey, Price, and PK, um, you guys, like, you can't go anywhere. In Montreal, without somebody, I guess with the advent of Twitter, it's just your business is just everywhere. Like you can't even go have a hamburger without someone taking a picture of you or whatever. So uh, a TMZ cameraman asked Ty Lawson, uh, who and so the Nuggets beat the beat the Lakers. Uh, why do you guys do this again, man? And uh, Ty Lawson responded, "We bust the ass, man." And then so the cameraman followed with, "Well, what do you think it is with the Lakers? You played them a few times." He's like, "I co- I told Kobe, man, it is what it is." We well, gonna bust their ass. They gonna deal with it. Now, when a player on your own team gives another team bulletin board material, are you like, "Come on, dude," in a pissed off way, or are you like, "I heard what you said, and now I got you," like in a supportive manner, or do you uh, say anything well, to the guy? I, I it depends on it depends on um, you know who the players and how well respected like when Mark Messier guaranteed a win you know what i mean like that's and then got three goals you know that's uh it's totally different but if you have you know someone like i w- i wasn't sure about that kid on uh um us that uh the usa world junior team that said something like we're the best team here we're going to win i mean i was like is this guy just uh you know a punker is he or a guy are they going to rally behind it or is can't team canada going to use that right but uh i mean it didn't they ended up uh, winning it all so the kid was right so okay so bring me back to a guy on your team when a guy i mean you didn't get to play with mark messier unfortunately but if a guy on your team gives another team bulletin board material how yeah. do you react oh, to it a guy on my team i, I you don't you just you 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 laugh about it. You you try. You got to back it up too, right? If you give someone, if they say something stupid, then whatever. You do. You don't really pay attention to it. There's so much stuff out there 
nowadays that uh, you know people can use like anything you say and sometimes media tweaks things like one time uh, I said something when we first played Washington two years ago uh, with the Rangers and the media guy came up to me and he goes um, um, you know do you guys do you think you're gonna win and I was like well that's why we're in the playoffs like of course we we have to think we're gonna win you know and the next day that in the paper it said you know we expect to win that was the title we expect to win and like Tortorella was like you know kind of giving it to me a little bit on the ice like you know they didn't want to say too much to the media and give those guys bulletin board stuff but the media kind of the guy kind of tweaked it you know he asked me a question I'm not going to say no I think we're going to lose you right. know yeah so so okay, so uh, so what did what did Tortorella say to you when you're on the ice? Well, we, you know he's he's big on not saying anything to the media, not giving any them the other team anything like you see bulletin board, any quotes or or anything like that. So, um, you know he just he he just after the after every practice we kind of have a, like a little meeting on the ice and you know he said and uh this is before the series even started he goes and uh you know remember what i said guys uh you know just let's keep our mouth shut to the media don't say too much and then he goes Presty, you're walking on dead ice <laughs> <laughs> and i hadn't even, and i hadn't even seen the paper i hadn't even seen the paper yet so i was like what i was like what what are you talking about i was like what did i say and he just like he just looked at me like kind of like with a smirk and he, you know, just kind of skated away, and I was like, "What are they saying?" I I rushed to the bathroom to grab the paper. <laughs> so that's awesome. Okay, so has Tortorella ever used um, bulletin board material? Like, has has there ever been an article or a quote or a photo that's ever been taped to that whiteboard in your guys' dressing room, whether it's at the um, practice facility or inside yeah. MSG? Yeah, um, but I, can't, I mean, I can't remember exactly, but yeah, he's always, um, you know, he was always using stuff and, um, you know, whether it's even just something inspirational, um, you know, and even we had a bulletin board that we posted uh, quotes on, um, you know, every week, inspirational quotes and stuff like that. So, um, but I can't really remember like a certain incident of someone saying anything, something, you know what I mean? So, but, so, okay, so stuff, so... So the players put inspirational quotes or the, the team guys put insp inspirational quotes on this particular bulletin board. But inside the dressing room on the big whiteboard, there had been there. There have been a quote or a photo or something from another Ooh. from an opponent. There has been that or has not been. Um, I can't remember an exact incident, you know, anything that sticks out in my mind right now. Um, but, yeah, I mean. We're using every. You're always using everything to, to to get get the blood pumping, or you know, just get the boys going. Like you say, just that. I don't know, but I can't remember a certain incident. You know, who's the guy that you've played with in your time, Brendan? That was always always looked for something to get like pissed off about. Like some like who's the guy that uses like the smallest thing to to slight himself to get like to I, I guess to pump himself up to get to that Ray Lewis type of intensity like like Michael Jordan I, I, Michael Jordan I, always had the reputation of using every little anything as a slight that would that would work him into this like this like lather of of rage in in order to just destroy an opponent have you ever played with someone like that <laughs> oh 
man, I, I mean, I, I, I think I, I think I do. Um, yeah, tell them. <laughs> I, I, I just, uh, you know, you always remember things too of, uh, you know, anything that someone's done to you before on the ice. Like there's things that, you know, guys had played against that maybe stuck me, you know, a couple years ago, and I still remember it. And, and uh, give me one. You know, <laughs> I'm not giving you one. Give me one. No. Just one. You said no. you always remember. No. So just give me one. No, because then they'll be expecting it. No. What do you mean no, they're going to be mean, expecting I just, it? No, I'm just telling you. Well, it's just like, you know, when I when I play them again and I, you know, say, hey, I remember this. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> so, um, yeah, no, it's... Uh, Brandon, just give me one. I don't, I don't use anything really like... Uh, there's nothing really ever in media or anything like that I'll use, but it's just stuff that... I think it's more stuff that happens in a, in a season with rivalries and stuff. But um, I don't remember ever playing with anybody that... You know, use anything. If you if you get too angry before a game or too worked up, I think in hockey before a game, I find you know you're, you're taking stupid penalties and you're losing your cool, and it just it just you don't play good. And so I think everybody learns to kind of try and keep a level head. That's that's where you're going to be most successful. Are you, you know, the? You, go ahead. Yeah, just if you lose your cool, and it usually comes back to haunt you. Are you the guy? Who's the guy that was uh, most likely to lose his cool? Like when when you see something happen, you're like, oh, you're on the bench or you're on the ice, and someone like an opponent like gets his elbow high or you know chop chops a guy on his hands. You're like, oh man, this is like this dude is about to go go crazy. Like who who's the guy that like it's almost like? Do you remember the movie Friday? Do you remember Debo? Debo yeah. in the neighborhood is like the bully. <laughs> yeah, you just yeah. get like, it's yeah. like, it's like something. Who is the guy uh, that's most likely uh, to just, is that you? Well, probably. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I definitely don't like getting slashed or sticked or <laughs> someone like trying to hit me in the head or punch me after the whistle, you know, or whatever. <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah. I, 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 would, I guess I would have to say me. I've never really um, played with anybody. I'm trying to think of some of the tough guys. Like I played with Andre Waugh and, uh, you know, Brian McGratton. And, yes, Gratz. I uh, played against some tough guys, you know, Cam Danson. And so there's uh, some guys that are, are not, uh, you know, they're they're easy to get under their skin or easy to piss <laughs> off. And the, is the easiest way to piss off an opponent the face wash? Like after the whistle blows, it's always you're, you're always getting that nasty, stinky hand in your face. Yeah, yeah, no, I would. Uh, that's uh, I would say more like a stick. I would say like you know a, a jab to you know certain areas or a little slash <laughs> in the back leg. That's kind of what what gets me. Like just kind of cheap shots, face wash, face wash after the after the after the whistle or something around the net. I mean, it's just more scrum stuff. and But it's more of those little dirty things. Like, you know, you're just like, you little. You know. <laughs> and those are the things you remember? Or like, or, yeah. Yeah. yeah, okay. So wait, do you have do you have a checklist of guys who you owe them one, Brandon? <laughs> In my mind. <laughs> Give me one name. No. Come on. No. What do you mean no? No, I'm not giving you any names. But listen, they should expect it because they've no. played the game, and they, if they remember, then that's their own fault. If they forget, well, that's their own fault. Yeah, exactly. So that's why I'm <laughs> hoping they have. Okay, so uh, 
Dan, okay, Dan Shaughnessy, I don't know if you're familiar with this writer. He writes for the Boston Globe. He predicts that the New England Patriots are going to walk all over the Houston Texans this weekend. So this is some straight-up bulletin board material. Tell me what you would do with this. So he writes, I'll, make, I'll just shorten the quote. He says... Uh, but this is a reporter? This is a reporter. Okay, watch. So he said, the fraud, fraudulent Houston Texans are the only team standing in between the New England Patriots and a trip to the AFC Championship game. All the Patriots have to do is beat the terrible Texans one week from from today at Gillette Stadium. So he wrote that. Now Arian Foster, who is uh, the running back for the Houston Texans, made that quote his avatar on Twitter. If if a writer were to write something about your team, the the Montreal Canadiens, as you guys are about to enter the playoffs. What is what would your reaction be? Something like so. Just well, substitute and, and, and the Canadians that's, that's, for whoever. That's, it happens all the time where where media put you down and you're the underdog and everyone thinks that it's uh, you know and, and everybody. He's just saying what people are thinking because Houston ended off the season bad. Schwab's not playing that good, and I mean the Patriots. Uh, I mean they're Super Bowl contenders is like the last. Like 10, 10 years, years. So, yeah, yeah. So, um, it's, but, you know, it's good for, you know, we would obviously use that if something was that outspoken and that, you know, out in the public, then obviously you're going to, you're going to put that on the bulletin board and you're going to use it. So, cause you want to get the boys fired up and and it works, uh, a lot of the time. It's, uh, it's something that you, you know, you look at every day and you want to prove everybody wrong. Like that's, that's Houston's main goal right now they just want to they want to prove everybody wrong and they want to beat the new patriots because they're their heavy favorites brandon how do you deal with this when some writer kills your team or 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 targets you specifically saying you you're the reason for a particular loss when you see that writer again how do you treat that person um not very good um <laughs> are you, know, you do you, are you like the king of the one word answers or you don't or you don't even like look at the dude or, or you give it to him in like as far as like with well, uh with there was, the, um, there was a there's an article in the paper here in Montreal like already days. dude no no not about me okay um, it was well it was uh, Max Petretti has a, a new house and um, one of his contractors was you know kind of it had nothing to do with Petretti but one of the contractors uh, was supposed to pay a guy and he was late on his payment and that the guy he was supposed to pay went like to the paper to say like. Pacioretty hasn't paid me and they put a picture this guy that is in our dressing room all the time put a picture of Patch's face his house his address no and way. wrote a story on it so no we see, we see this guy in you know the the arena <laughs> the, like the other day and uh you know we're we're like um you know not we don't even want to talk to this guy ever again because he you know he sewered one of our our players and it wasn't even it wasn't even an accurate story you know it was like it would have been like national inquirer stuff i just made it made up a a whole bunch of stuff and they put a picture of his house his face and his address wow man wow that's like that's that like that's not even that's not even a hockey story that's yeah. like a that's like a private thing, and I guess yeah. I guess because you guys are public figures, then you have less privacy than the rest of us are afforded. But that's I, I could I could totally see, uh, certainly for Max, I'd be I'd be super pissed 
and certainly super pissed at that guy who made it now public as opposed to the one con the one you know laborer that's griping about not getting his whatever he was owed by the yeah. contractor not even max yeah. wow yeah. Yeah. So that's not even going to start. So that guy's not even starting off on a good foot. Like not even yeah. at. Yeah. Oh, geez. I'll get you out here on this last one. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's only been an hour. Has it actually? <laughs> Sorry. I'm like in a text message. I'm like, yeah, it'll be short, man. It'll be like 20 yeah. minutes. Yeah. Fast yeah, forward I'm to just, I'm only I'm only half hour for, uh, late for my dinner reservation. Are you actually? I'm really sorry, but you're. Yeah, and and uh, tell the dog to shut up. I heard that little dog yeah. I know. I know. He's, yeah, I know. I'm what, trying to. What kind? Is it a dog that fits in your girl's purse? Uh, no, it's a French bulldog. They're fairly small, but oh. it's it's not a uh, it's not a little Chihuahua. It's what? not like a purse dog. What's the dog's name? Lola. <laughs> 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 do you let Lola sleep in your bed? Um, sometimes. Not really, not you're one of those, sure. huh? Oh yeah, but that's what I mean. That's the point of having a dog to you, let it sleep in the bed. Well, you want to like cuddle with the thing, like that's. But that's what the couch is for, not the bed. Yeah, the bed's fine. It's a little dog; doesn't shed, so it's it's good. Does it? Does it smell though? No. It doesn't smell? We, we we keep her cleaned up. <laughs> Last thing. So, again, Esquire. It's a magazine I read every month. I have four magazines I read every month. I Or three. Esquire, Wired, and Fast Company. For Those are my, my go-to reads every month. Mm -hmm. So, Arnold Schwarzenegger, legendary uh, Hollywood actor. Obviously, like a 19-time Mr. Olympia, or maybe a couple times, whatever. He says this about New Year's resolutions. I would always write my New Year's resolutions and mark them off the way I mark off sets or and reps. On New Year's Eve, you can just blabber out, I want to lose 20 pounds, and I'm going to read more. But what does that mean? There are too many variables there. If you're really serious about it, then write it down. Uh, write down when you're going to lose the 20 pounds by. Is it March 1st? Is it June 1st? Make a commitment. Are you a New Year's resolution type of guy? And if so, what was your resolution for 2013? I am not a resolution guy at all. Um, hold on. Dog's running around. I, I'm actually not, I don't ever make uh really, no, not really. <laughs> the toy, the squeaky toy. I, I, I kind of hear, I don't know if the audience, I don't know if the guy with his earbuds on the, uh, on the treadmill listening right now can hear it. Yeah. Okay. Um, Wait, is it humping the toy? No, no, no. Okay, okay. Because that would be funny. Um, yeah, that would be funny. Um, I don't have toys that squeak when you hump them. Um, <laughs> well, I don't know. It's a dog. Dogs would basically play with anything. <laughs> um, no, I, I don't really make major... Resolutions? I think I, I, think I used to maybe, but I, no, it's not It's not my thing. I, I mean, uh, I don't have stuff I... I don't need to really lose weight. I don't really have any uh, addictions, so... Um, <laughs> no chocolate, no uh, Game of Thrones... You're not a uh, you're not addicted to red tube, nothing like that. I yeah, I don't re I don't regret anything really that I do. So you know, I, I just uh, you know I have, a, I have a little I like my I like candy I like I like my sour candies, but I'm pretty good at uh, keeping it under control. Sour keys? Yeah. Oh my God, sour keys are the best. Yeah, sour keys are pretty. I I remember like uh, what were the peach fuzzy peaches? That fuzzy was fuzzy peaches. Yeah. Those are yeah, the ones the that I would murder. And the cherry blasters. Yeah. I like, I like wine gums and jujubes too. <laughs> Shout out to being uh, in grade three. 
Oh yeah. I'm surprised. Sure. I'm surprised that I wasn't, or maybe I was, but in the third grade, I was probably close to like 200 pounds. I was such a little fatty, <laughs> and, I, and I still am. Just continuing on that legacy of, I'm trying to get the like diabetes three. Like type three diabetes, and I'm sure I think I'm well on my way in 2013. We'll see how it goes. Uh, Brendan, are you on uh, Instagram also? I am. Yeah. What's yeah, your What's your handle on Instagram? I think it's the same, Brandon Prust Eight. Brandon Prust Eight, and also on yeah. Twitter, it's Brandon Prust Eight. Thank you so much for joining me. I uh, uh, it was great to have this combo with you. Thank you for starting, uh, being the driving force of the the Twitter road hockey games across this country. We did yeah. two more successfully after you. And yeah, I yeah. love the fact that um, when we were doing the scene in your backyard or in, in your backyard at the, at the time, uh, you were like, you were into it. Like, yeah, as an actor, like, I love that. Like you, <laughs> like, you like, uh, you took, you embraced the dialogue and you made it well, your own. I wasn't sure when hockey was going to start up, so I was think I needed to test out other avenues. So <laughs> you could do it. You could easily get a a part on uh, Mr. D or uh, some other Can- some, for sure some Canadian drama. Like, um, yeah. what are some of the cop ones? Like the Listener or uh, the uh, My Friend Hoose is in a hospital I drama. Just, I just want to be on Entourage. Dude, the show's over. I know. I missed it. <laughs> Aren't you friends with Kevin Connolly, who played? Yeah, e? I met, yeah. I've met him a few times actually in New York. We, uh, yeah, he uh, he was around a lot. He was a big Islanders fan though, but uh, I think he lived in the city, so we hung out with him a few times. Dude, that that guy has like he he's like homies with like all you hockey dudes. Like he's yeah, he's like he's the a big hockey guy. Huge, huge. I mean, obviously, growing up in Long Island, that's. You know, he was he was around probably, I think, for the Mike Bossy, Brian Trottier yeah, years, yeah. Uh, those years of glory. Anyway, um, good luck this season. Thank you for the convo. And uh, when I get back to Montreal, um, please have please have my hat. Please make sure that my hat isn't like uh, the blanket for for Lola. OK, even though All I have right. a, a giant headache and that dog could yeah. probably fit inside of my toque. Yeah, yeah. I'll uh I'll make sure I don't clean up any messes with your tooth. <laughs> Are you wearing number eight this year? Yeah. Okay, yep. cool. Well, I, I look forward to watching you in the red, white, and blue, and uh, I will talk to you soon. Uh, say hello to MP for me. I will. I will, buddy. Okay, thanks again, man. I appreciate that. Thanks, Gabby. Thank you for listening to Cabby Presents, the podcast.